Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 125 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Wise Words Wednesday. Hey, hey, also known as September 15th, 2021. Now, if you didn't know about Wise Words, we'll talk about that here in a little bit as well as all of our week two predictions and the early value we're finding. Didn't have all the time in the world to cover it yesterday, and we were testing some new things out. So we finally have Tuesday's and Wednesday's show for the NFL season set. But before we get into all of that, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional TTL content dropping. But if you are listening to the audio version on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or actually the drop of the audio because we do release it after every live show is over. That's what I was trying to tell you. But next item up on the docket, make sure if you got a couple extra seconds, you can find it in your heart. You can be so kind to do so. Hit that like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump in the live chat if you are watching live. Hit that share button. Share it with your uncles, brothers, sisters, neighbors, friends, your enemies, anybody you feel that would like to cash some tickets and run tickets to the window with the TTL crew. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head back on over right below that like button after you get done smashing that to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Then that link tree, you can locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us on episode number 125 i am your humble host colton cole 45 soroka and i can't thank you enough choosing to stop by and get some early lines early action early analysis for week two of the nfl season i know you saw the title and i know you're juiced up to get some early value before anyone else so we'll get right into it no questions at all but before we do I keep saying we, I keep saying crew, I keep saying us, and I have neglected to bring in the second half of the TTL crew. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast, also the Wise Words podcast, and the resident cheesehead of the TTL crew, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max Magnuson. 
Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, no complaints as always. We've got a gorgeous Wednesday in the Windy City, a little bit of that September chill, some more validation that football season is here in the Midwest. And uh, as always, I can't wait to dive into what we got going on today because we've got some thoughts, we've got some opinions that we might need a little ironed out here between the two of us. And uh, I'm ready for it, my man. I'm ready for some value here. I would have to agree with you, my friend. Everything you're saying there uh, is spot on. But before we go any further, to me, to you, to you out there watching the show live or recorded, whatever the case might be, and you're sipping on that black elix elixir of the gods, take a sip. Cheers, cheers. Oh, woo! Yep. I'm going to have to come back to that a few more yep, times. Yep, that's coffee. All right, my friends, you saw the title. Now, if you tuned into yesterday's show, you know, it was kind of a little toss around. Sure. We said, hey, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are going to be a little weird during the NFL season here. You're going to have to bear with us here in the interim between week one and week two. Well, mm -hmm. we hit the lab yesterday. Matter of fact, we like to do uh, a little bit of get out of the lab, go on a little fresh air, get some in the system, and mm -hmm. cleanse the mind. And then all of a sudden, we start to have good ideas coming yeah. to us. Yeah, funny how that works. Did so yesterday, and uh, so we got everything ironed out. Tuesdays, in case you didn't read the um, description down there, Tuesdays, they are going to be now as long as it's still the NFL regular season. Now, obviously, when college uh, basketball, all that stuff rolls in, it'll change again, but Tuesdays during the NFL season, we will recap all of the prior week's games. If it kind of lined up with what we were thinking, maybe some key takeaways, pretty much how we did it yesterday. Then every Wednesday, we'll dive into the upcoming week slate. So we'll save that only for Wednesday. So we'll talk about where the lines opened at, uh, where they are at now, the early value that we've already locked in, some that we're already looking at, but we're not 100% sure on. Just all across the board, what we're already finding, uh, not only with our projections, uh, with others' projections, and all types of different things that we utilize to uh, start drawing early conclusions here mm -hmm. on Wednesday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We start actually. I start hammering in my bets about Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, of the week, and we have got all the way until Sunday to worry about it. Most so, deaf. if you question, ever question how damn serious we are or how uh, serious we take this, we are professionals about this. So uh, let's get after it, my friends. I can't wait to talk about week two. There are some very very intriguing lines on the slate, if I do say so myself. Um, some that are similar to last week that right. I actually played those lines right. based on it. And I'm thinking about doing the same, but we got to do a little talking here. Right. Maybe that's not the best move. I'm not too sure. But what I do know also, and we'll talk about it at the end of the show. We'll keep this nice and tight about the usual hour, uh, but we'll talk about it. We got Wise Words, episode number two, featuring you thought I was going to tell you. No, no, you got to stick around. You got to hit that notification bell. You got to wait for the release. Again, dropping after today's live show at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. That will be the release date for every episode of the Wise Words Podcast now. So anytime you're ready to uh, head on over there, meander on over there afternoon or right at noon, you want to watch the premiere, well, then there you go. There you have it. And uh, it'll be here live in primetime. But we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth at the end of the show. For now... Let's cut all the nonsense, cut all the banter. Let's get right into week two of the NFL season, my friends. Let's do it. With the TTL Cruise preview. All right. So first things first, uh, we'll go just like we went yesterday. And let me get, uh, of course, we got we to gotta load these bad boys up here because the uh, old tabs don't like to say rock and rolling as uh, 
as cold stock in here. So hopefully this does not mess up any of the stream or anything like that. I don't believe it should. But producer Colt is just doing a little bit. And host Colt is uh, kind of using some filler words right now. But it looks like everything is good. So Thursday night football, first game on tap. We already talked about these just briefly. We glossed over them at the end of uh, yesterday's show. And now we are going in depth. Mm -hmm. So first game, Thursday night football, New York City football giants up against the Washington football team. Yes. The football team uh, opened up as four-point favorites, actually, um, on some books, and they are down to minus three. You're finding them right around minus three. Uh, had some early public buy-in onto the uh, Giants side of the ball, so it's been sticking pretty solid there at that uh, minus three in favor of the football team. Now, me and my partner are a little bit concerned, and that might go up to three and a half, and this right. game might end right at a field goal. So I will tell you that both of us have already hammered in the spread on this one. We have taken the football team minus three. We'll talk about it more in depth, uh, some of our analysis, stuff like that, honestly, uh, on Thursday's show, sure. because obviously we have that. And then also some more picks, props, you right. know, everything there. Now, as far as the total, did you hammer that? I have in? not. Okay. I uh, Yeah, I'm, go ahead on that one. Yeah. So I uh, was going to mention that as well. The total opened up at 50 or 42 and a half. Mm -hmm. I apologize. It's already down to 40. Uh, I saw it some books. It already got down to 39 and a half yeah. in some places. I hammered this in same amount of money, my same unit that I did uh, yesterday on the minus three. I hammered it in at minus or under 41 and a half. I wouldn't play it under 41 and a half if yeah. it ticks up for sure, but I think that was the exact spot, and I don't know if it's going to tick up much past that, so it might be an over bet, but I am a little bit concerned about it, that being an over bet or not. So I think tomorrow we'll have that answer, but I'm hoping it's not too late tomorrow because maybe uh, you having hammered it in, it might be valid or verified that you have a nice bet there. Maybe I'm a little bit too far behind because I didn't expect it to drop this quick, yeah, this this low. Because I want it, I want it. I'll be honest with you, yeah, I just I, don't want it at this number. I know a few guys that uh, got an extra hook and got it at 43. Sure. Some guys that I respect in the industry, sure. and I actually saw it there too. So definitely something to think about, uh, something to keep in mind. But again, we will uh, we will definitely. Bring it back to full circle on tomorrow's show. We'll talk sure. about that a little bit more in depth. So we won't waste a lot of time on that today. But first game, going to Sunday now, my friends. Yes, first sir. game on Sunday slate or percovers.com. We are going to the Buffalo Bills and the mm. Miami Dolphins. So we're on the same page. Yes, sir. The Buffalo Bills opened up as three and a half point favorites on the road. Game is played in Miami. The game total line opened up at 48 and it is stuck firm. You can find it some places 47 and a half right around there. Be sure to do your line shopping is what I'm trying to tell you here with some of these opens and current lines right now. My thoughts overall before we get really dive dove deep into it and I kick it over to you, partner. This don't seem right to me. This don't uh -huh. seem right to me at all. Um, I, especially with what happened to Buffalo and them letting uh, that game slip away at the very, very end uh, to Pittsburgh, that doesn't see, that should be a pick em in my mind. And, um, you know, the Dolphins, I love getting the hook. The plus three and a half is really, really favorable in my mind for this one. I think the Dolphins make this a scrappy shootout type of game. I do believe that the Patriots defense is a little bit better than the Bills defense. I think from a, a couple different standpoints, maybe spot on, maybe almost identical. And, you know, I think this is going to be a back and forth shootout. I think this is going to go right back and forth, just like we saw Miami and yeah. New England last week. So, man, I, 
I'm leaning honestly to the side of the fins, taking that plus three and a half. Um, and now, now, hey, hey, don't lock it in if you're watching this. I'm not saying yeah. lock and hammer this in right now, but I am leaning there. I do like that three and a half. Might be a solid teaser ad. You can get yeah. them all the way up to ten and a half if you buy a touchdown. That might not be. That might be the best play here. Um, outside of that, uh, let me check my notes. Anything on there? Uh, there was nothing else really that I drew right. out of that. Um, yeah, nothing game total wise either. So that's kind of my thoughts. Anything you're thinking drawn out of this game? I know you're not sold. I could tell by your I, face yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you read me like a book because <laughs> I, as much confidence as I have in this Bills offense, I really do think that Steelers defense was that good. But now we're traveling to Miami. If this was in Buffalo, uh, hammers away. I'm going Bills, Bills, Bills. At least by a touchdown. Well, that's what we thought last week in fucking Steelers. You're right, in the but back I, I really. Oops, I'm sorry. No, knocking out the headphones. You're good. I really think. Uh, I really think that Steelers defense is that good. Uh, but like you said, I am not sold either way on this because yeah. I, I, it's too scary to be betting against the Dolphins in Miami with these points. Like you said, I think as it stands right now, and we're not hammering anything in on this game quite yet, but as it stands right now, I think that uh, teasing the Dolphins might be the best play out of this one because I don't think they get blown out by the Bills here. No, no, I think that's going to be my move for sure. Um, I say for sure, now still be be easy. Don't fucking run to your sports book right now, start hammering shit in. Right. Yeah, I think that's going to be the best spot to play. Obviously, um, if we do end up playing it, tune into Friday's show. This is more just a look ahead, kind of yeah. get you prepared, get you, oh, hey, the TTL crew's already Or looking. maybe one of them might be a, hey, hammer this one in now. It's going to be a bad line on exactly. Friday. Exactly. And, hey, same thing, just as on yesterday's show. You got some questions. You're looking at lines. Sure. We don't want to sit here and talk about our fucking bets all the time. Like, let us know about yours. Yeah. Maybe, hey, what do you what do you guys think about this? Should I play a different side? Should I hedge something? Should I add something to this? Drop it in the chat yep. over there. Wait, there is no judgment on this side because we're a couple of goofballs at the end of the day yep. as it is. So just drop them on in. We'll answer your questions. I'll do my best as producer Colt while also being host Colt to uh, answer those questions and click on over to the YouTube. Right. But that's our thoughts on Bill's Dolphins. Now, next game on tap. One we do have some very serious opinions on, and I think this is going to be, um, and I'll tell you guys about my rating system here in a minute, uh, two-star bet of the week, weekend. Uh, you have the L.A. Rams traveling across country after playing in the beautiful SoFi Stadium and beating the absolute dog piss out of my bears. Right. They get to go to Indianapolis and Lucas Oil Stadium play the Colts. Now, the Rams opened up as four-point favorites despite heavy money being thrown on them this line ain't gone nowhere right it's stuck at four and i think that is a dead giveaway i love the colts plus four in this spot um four and a half if this ticks up to four and a half which i do believe it will if we get that hook please and thank you and i think potentially the colts get the win outright that four and a half i've talked about it all week and i know it's risky to read in so much to a specific spread. Sure. You know, this spread is the one you got to do. But when you see key trends and you see key money movement and the same thing is happening for another week, very small sample size, but the same thing is happening, my mind's got to go right back to that line. I really, really like the Colts. Now, mentioned, I kind of have a rating system. When I look sure. ahead early at games, I'll start writing games down that I know the most about or that sure. I really like. And then I'll start rating them as my one, two, and three-star plays, as in, okay, 
I don't have to answer five questions in my mind. There's right. one question in my head that I, oh, found the answer to it. That's alleviated. Bam. That was the Colts. They're a two-star play. They're not my three-star play. I do have a three-star play already that I kind of want to talk about. As much as you know, we don't like to be that five-unit Maxwell right. play, bro. Yeah. But, you know, it, there's this a good, good thing for this rating system. So, Two-star bet for me. I love the Colts plus four. I know you're kind of singing the same tune. And then after uh, you kind of lay down, I got something a little bit to say about the game total. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I like what you said about the over, so I'll side with you on that, and I'll let you take care of that. Sure. I am mostly on this as well as you are with the Colts here. And, uh, yeah, anything higher, plus three and a half or higher, I think I'm on the Colts here. I mean, yeah. as I kind of said over the offseason, I think this Colts team week by week is going to get better. They're going to get healthier, first of all, but I think they're going to get better with Carson Wentz. And not to mention, you know, this Rams defense didn't amaze me against your Bears. Obviously, they only held them to 14, but the Bears had a couple of drives that they just didn't finish. So, I, you know, I think the Colt, I mean, maybe you can look at me and say, how much better is Carson Wentz than Andy Dalton? But, you know, nonetheless, I think the answer is he is better, better. And I think he's going to... I'd rather have him than Andy Dalton. Yeah, and continually, I think him specifically Bear is going down, to... by the way. <laughs> I think Carson <laughs> is going to continually get better. And, uh, you know, staying in Indy here for the Colts here while the Rams got to tra uh, travel halfway across the country. With those extra points, I like the Colts. I I could see him winning this game, but I think at worst it's a field goal loss for him here. Yeah, that's that's right where my mind is in general. I I definitely think that they can come away with the victory, but uh, yeah, if I'm leaning anywhere, I think it's going to be kind of yeah. a field goal game. That being said, now I don't want to give too much of it away, but we may or may not have uh, had a little bit of insight on the over here on the game total now. Our guest of the day for today's episode of Wise Words, episode number two, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. There's another promo cut. That all being said, he is a pretty damn good sharp when it comes to NFL. Right. And uh, he, we, we went back and forth on a couple of different divisions. We dove deep into that, something we didn't really have the opportunity to do with Joe on episode one because the season really wasn't in full swing at that point yet. So we had some pretty damn solid opinions, and we talked a little bit about the Bears and Rams and exactly what happened, and you kind of alluded to finishing the drives there. That's a key point. Some other key things he brings up, but on top of what he says, in addition to some of the research that I did, man, this uh, this 47.5 seems prime time for yep. an over here uh, between the Colts and the Rams. I think that the public's going to look too much into the Colts only putting up 16 on Seattle. Yep. Seattle has a really bad defense, and, and I mean, I don't want to say really bad, but for the names they got, they're not as good as they should be, and, you know, I think that they fix a lot of things. I think maybe Carson Wentz came just a little bit too early out of that injury, and maybe we see just a little bit more improvement week from week here. I'm uh, mostly, yeah, I'm seeing the same tunes. I'm a little higher on the Seahawks defense than you are, so I think... Uh, I Maybe the Seahawks surprised us a little bit, okay. and their defense is much better than All we expected right. them to be, kind of how they finished the season last year where they relied on that defense. I'm not saying they're top five, top ten, but I think they might be a little better than we alluded to. Show. All right. Well, that's kind of where we're looking. And, hey, another promo cut, Wise Words, Episode 2, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. You're going to find analysis on this one. You're going to find big brain, highbrow thought on mm -hmm. this one. You're going to find some laughs, not as many as with Mr. Joe. But, hey, everybody's got a uh, different feel, different vibe. That's why we did Wise Words, to connect you with all of the sharpest, brightest, and dopest minds in, dopest. Dopest <laughs> minds in the short sports gambling um, industry and community. And why, we, why I said dopest is on a very 
specific reason because everybody has their own niche and their own reason why they are very, very good at this. And you're going to hear a lot of different things from our guest today than you might have heard from Joe and maybe some more in-depth stuff, maybe less in-depth stuff. And it's I just love the yin and yang that we already mm -hmm. kind of have yeah. going. So I, I am more than juiced to drop this one to you guys. There's another promo cut. I'll do about another 15 <laughs> more of them within this episode. So you might as well just get over it now if you're already ready to tune out. So next game on the tap. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. Now I have a piece of hair or some shit in the corner of my eye here that is now gone. And I am back to rocking and rolling. Partner, talk me off the ledge. How the hell can I not hammer in the New England Patriots that opened up as three and a half point favorites, now up to five and a half point favorites, with Bill Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks? I don't know that I can talk you off the ledge. I am a little nervous about how much money and bet percentages we're seeing already on the Patriots. However, I, I don't see any way in which Zach Wilson isn't running for his life 10 times more than he was already last week. We talked about, I mean, it was a, what, a 19, uh, 1914 loss to the Panthers, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And the Panthers were up 19-0 and kind of let their foot off the gas <laughs> a little bit there. So, uh, and not to mention the Patriots defense looked solid last week against, uh, you know, Tua wasn't great. He used his legs. I think it might be a little bit similar there with Zach Wilson maybe making a few more mistakes. Yeah. And Tua beat, Tua beat him in 2020. So, right. I, I mean, he obviously, the Patriots made that adjustment. Right. So, I don't see it, and I don't see any way the Jets stay within a touchdown here. And, you know, the, the Patriots offense looked fine last week, too. They just couldn't finish a couple drives. So I think they put up at least 24 points here, and I would be shocked if the Jets scored more than 17 here. That's kind of what I'm thinking, man. I'm a little nervous to hammer it in, I'm if nervous. I'm being honest. I'm nervous as hell to hammer it in. I think it might be one of those good teaser ads, too, man. Yeah. The AFC East is the teaser additions for uh, this week. Yeah. I, you know, I have ultimate faith. Faith. I went back and I looked um, a few key ones. The only two rookie quarterbacks over the course of the last decade that have beat Belichick were Deshaun Watson in a class of his own and Tua Tagovailoa. In last year's year where the Patriots were a shell of themselves. Yeah, where it was absolutely banana. So you, you can't really even count the Tua win because they just, well, actually, no, they Tua beat him 17-16. But that's ah, on Damian Harris' fumble. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't buy that nonsense. But... <laughs> so in a way, kind of talking myself out of it. But then you look, he faced Herbert 49 to nothing. Yeah. And then you kind of start going down the list of. And the, some of them are the, trash and some of them are really some good. Some of them are really good and they've been at least by 10 points yeah. or more. Right. And I don't know. It seems very trappy. Uh, you don't even have to be an expert better. You don't even have to do this for a living to know when you see a bet getting 90% of bets and 98% of money, you need to run in the opposite yeah. fucking direction. But I think they're looking to make a statement here. There's just something that I... But Especially defensively. I think yeah. they're going to make a statement. I actually think it, they might be lucky to crack 10 points, the Jets, this game. Yeah, I think so too. But I think the best, safest thing to alleviate any bullshit... It is a good teaser edition. Add it to it a, is a good teaser. teaser. So maybe that uh, there's my first two legs of my teaser. Little, uh, little Dolphins, little Patriots so yeah. far. All right, keeping it moving. The now fourth game on tap for the... Noon slate this upcoming Sunday, which will be the 20th, I think. I don't know. I got, I got to make 19th. sure. No, 19th. 19th? Yep. Yes, it is the 19th. 19th. Okay. 49ers, Eagles. Now, we talked about it. Our guy, Nate. Nate got drip on Twitter. Uh, stopped in, talked about the Eagles a little bit, and uh, he was actually pretty juiced about this matchup. Now, 
The 49ers opened up as three-point favorites. Since then, they've only caught a hook. It is now only up to three and a half. And let me talk about the game total first. It opened up at 48. It's already up to 50. I'm finding it at 50 and a half on some books. It's caught a hook as well. Um, That ain't right. That's not right. No. That's how I feel the same about the doggone Bills and Dolphins game. This, These three and a halfs and four and a halfs are going to be very, very valuable, I do believe. Don't quote me on it yet. I need to do some more research, but I think they're going to be very freaking valuable in week two. And I know it's Sirianni's Philadelphia Eagles, and I know it's Shanahan's 49ers, but I think Mr. Kyle was just pulling some shahanigans, if you will last week okay you know just some <laughs> just trying to keep everybody guessing trying sure. to it's the lions we're gonna win this game anyway i'm gonna try some gadget shit i'm gonna throw people on defense i'm not gonna typically have them moving in this way i think it was just kind of to throw everybody off the scent yeah. and uh, i think i think that they should come away with a very very serious victory here right. but the problem is is that is all entirely fan betting that is yeah. entirely, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the 49ers. And you know what, folks? I said it on the 49ers season preview, and you can still hate me if you want to. But I'm not as high on the 49ers as every damn other analyst seems to be just absolutely ripping lines of these boys. I, I, I don't understand. Pardon my metaphor, but I don't understand. They're geeked up through the fucking roof. And I just... You know, it's still fucking Jimmy Garoppolo's 49ers, okay, mm. boys? Like, let's let's uh, pump the gas here. And I know Trey Lance will be coming around the bend when he comes, but hey, it's going to be a little while before he comes, all right? So I I think this game's a field goal game. I think Sirianni can figure out to, how to just just really piss off Shanahan yeah. and, and pull some different things. Hey, Jalen Hurts looked great to me. Yeah. Roll damn tied. Devontae Smith looked great to me. Roll damn tied. Don't lock it in yet, but I'm leaning like a son of a bitch to the Eagles plus okay. three and a half. What are you feeling, partner? I know that was windy as shit. That was. I, no, it was good stuff. I I think I have to stay away from this one altogether, partner, because, I mean, I mean, think about it. Do I feel like if, so that Niners-Lions game, they were up 38-10 to 10 and it finished 41-33. to 33. If they finished that game 41-17, to 17, didn't let off the gas and stomp their hearts out, I have to imagine this spread would be at least minus five or higher. And so that's kind of leaning me towards the Niners here. But at the end of the day, plus three and a half, I I still I was so shocked to see the Eagles win 32 to six in week one when I really didn't know what to expect. So I need to see it one more week before I can hammer anything one way or another on these Eagles, man. And I, I don't even want to tease any of these either way because it would also wouldn't shock me if the Niners did kind of what they did to the Lions before the Lions came back into it. No disrespect to the Eagles because it wouldn't shock me if the Eagles won either. Maybe the Eagles are really damn good like we've yeah. kind of been alluding to the last couple of days. So I'm staying clean away from this one. I don't think my mind is going to change. Even if it drops under three, I, I I might just stay way the hell away, man. I think so too, man. I think that's where I, I think that's where I gotta stay. <laughs> and the total and, too. And I don't as, know. I don't know. This game. Only, yeah, I know. And we actually here's another fucking promo for you. Episode number two of the Wise Words podcast dropping today <laughs> at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Promo cut. Uh, our guest of the day uh, actually talked a little bit yeah. about the Eagles and the Falcons and uh, what the hell can we draw? And right. it was so cool to be able to be like, yo. We watch your live show. Yeah. We heard XYZ, mm -hmm. and like we know you get tens and thousands of followers and viewers every right. day. And like, hey, we we and we were able to get a little bit more in depth on right. shit he'd already talked about. So, 
I don't I don't even know that this is my real life. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, oh yeah, okay, I'm still awake. Everything's good. I guess I'm not dreaming. So what I'm saying is, is I think I'm in concurrence with you, partner. I got to stay away from that plus three. Maybe one more week from the Eagles. Like if yeah, the Eagles come out and slap him in the mouth, then hey, sure, we might be hammering the Eagles. Good, but maybe the Falcons are absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Falcons just hit a little bit of a speed bump. Maybe, hey, we got to get Arthur Smith's offense one little next week to get going, get yeah, moving, get grooving. I don't know. I don't know what to deduct right now, so I think... We need to stay away. And I know you really don't need to have another sweat like you had on Sunday. No, not on with the, the 49ers. 49ers. No, so I know. Absolutely gonna, not. We'll stay away from that one. Probably won't see that in our bet slips. But uh, if I get crazy, who knows? Might be on a wild <laughs> teaser. I don't think so, however. But that all being said, next game up on the slate, on the tap, whatever you want to say, my friends. Ah, shit. <laughs> you, are, uh, you already know where we're going if I just said that. Cincinnati Bengals, Chicago Bears. Bears opened up as uh, three-point favorites and are already down to two-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, line of state current from open, 45 total, uh, game total. Yeah, bless. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I, okay, hate me again. You know, hate me again. I, I don't give a damn because I'm not going to be optimistic about this Bears team. I don't give a shit. I am not going to be optimistic. We are not going to see Justin Fields before week five. So you might as well just fuck your popcorn. You might as well just lock into it now. And, you know, I really, really, really don't care what any of you want to say. But Andy Dalton's not going to do anything to Red com- Rifle Revenge, baby. Com- combat back and forth against <laughs> Joe Burrow. I mean, like you can you can throw those subtle jabs all you want. Ed. Joe, Bur- I, I'm only 40 percent kidding. I think yeah, I don't know. I I I. I <laughs> Well, number one rule in betting, you don't hammer in your favorite team. Um, my dumb fuck ass, that rule, but you're right. It is a good, it's rule, good rule, sure. but it's fuck a, it. It's a good rule, when, <laughs> but fuck it when you're a Packers fan. Um, but yeah, I did a little sprinkle on the money line, said, hey, let me try out the old spread here. It's yeah. week one. Let me break my rules. Both the fuckers lost. I ain't doing it again this entire year. So I'm not touching that. Okay. Uh, I'm not touching the Bengals either because be- yeah, I can't bet against the Bears. But right. if I was a betting man. I think I might take the Bengals plus the fucking points, or I might even, I might even go a little over forty-five action here. Okay. I'm not sure. I, I think I might just stay away from this one in general too. I think I have to stay away as well because I, I, I obviously I hate the Bears, but it honestly is almost as much of a bias as betting on a favorite team. Betting against the Bears is. <sighs> In the same category for me. And I was actually, I was starting to lean towards the Bengals. And then you said something to me off air this morning. Where it was like, you know, just when you least expect uh, the Bears to do anything in a game like this, they come out and smack a team like this in the mouth. So I don't know. I, I kind of lean towards the over. Um, but at the same time, it wouldn't shock me if, uh, you know, the Bears offense is as bad as they were at least finishing drives and put up 14 again. So I think I got to stay away clean here. I don't like teasing teams up to nine, but I uh, I would be interested, uh, depending on what the number is on the Bengals, maybe in a tease, depending on what the number is. Right now, two, two and a half, eh, we'll see, but... Closing thought on that, um, I saw a video after I made that statement to you of Jamar Chase looking, making the Vikings secondary, who I have a lot of respect for, yeah. some of my favorite secondary defenders in the league, um, uh, Harrison Smith most notably, making them look like they were seeing effing ghost in the secondary. And the way that my secondary looked against Van Jefferson and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, yeah. I am very, oh, very, very, very scared because 
I if you didn't watch the season preview, the Bengals wide receiver core is my number one unit in the entire league. Tyler Boyd needs to get some more work here in week two, and it lives up to my production or my predictions, and that's it. That's bottom line. I think this uh, might have to sprinkle money line. I don't know on the Bengals. I don't know. I think this wide receiver room has a heyday with the Bears secondary right know. now. I think our secondary is but one foot in the grave, my friend. But. And uh, yeah, you should have stopped right there. It's but. Hey, screw you, pal. <laughs> All right, keep it moving right along. <laughs> you, if you guys didn't know, if you're just stumbling into the TTL pod, uh, resident cheesehead, resident Bears homer, Bear Don. Or this is this is all it's ever going to be. This is all it's never going to stop. It's never going to quit. So just get ready for more and more jabs as the season rolls on. Mm-hmm. And hopefully as my Bears start to get way better than his shitty-ass Packers that can't figure out how to even put a ball in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, At least yeah, the Bears move can do on. that. But hey, whatever, I digress. Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Broncos opened up six and a half point favorites, dropped already down to six points. Uh, saw it at five and a half some places uh, yesterday. Kicked back up to six now. Yep. Um, we actually talked about this too with our guest of the uh, day bit, yeah. for Wise Words episode two, now dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time today. I told you the promos are coming <laughs> left, right, and center anytime I get a chance. Um, and kind of directed us towards the Jacksonville side of things. I think it. I'm interested to see some line movement. I can't go all the way there, but I got to see some line movement for sure. I think this is just a touch of an overreaction, and you know I love Teddy Two Gloves. You know I'll back him any day of the week on a spread, but I don't know if I can back him on a touchdown spread. I love him anywhere from minus three to plus three. You get outside of that, and I got to start questioning Teddy Two Gloves. 100%. So something to think about there. I also, with it being, excuse me, with it being at six, maybe tossing those uh, old Broncos in a teaser, getting a nice little touchdown teaser. You get them down to plus one and a half, and then maybe you could even go on the Jacksonville side of things and do a little uh, thirteen pointer. Yeah, but also maybe Jacksonville looks good in the first qu- first quarter and then get absolutely destroyed the maybe. rest of the time. I looked into a little bit the same as Belichick with uh, rookie quarterbacks, Fangio with oh, yeah? rookie quarterbacks. Not as high as success, Still. but his defense has very okay. very okay. solid success. Okay. So. I'm I I am even more less now. I was already less, but I'm already more less drinking the Trevor Lawrence Kool Aid as the days kind of roll on here, and that's kind of playing into it. But man, I think this line is a bit of an overreaction. Probably teaser play for me at best. Partner, what do you think? I I'm uh I'm kind of singing the same tunes as you hear. Denver having to go to Jacksonville is. I think their I think their offense is gonna have I think they're gonna be stuck in the mud. I mean, look what the the Packers just had to travel to Jacksonville, and it's kind of a similar travel. It's obviously it's further travel, but even thinner air density to the thickest air density. That shit kills teams, man. It's it's significant, and when you have uh, you know teams going to Denver having the opposite effect of that, but you have the Denver Broncos themselves going to Jacksonville, it concerns me and. You know that I think it was twenty-seven thirteen. The Broncos beat the Giants, but it was a lot closer than that up until a seventy-yard Melvin Gordon touchdown run in the second half. So mm. I'm mm. concerned about Denver's offense in this game. Yeah, and at the same time, the Texans just put the fucking whoop down. So I'm leaning Jags, but 
we might have to see a little movement. I don't I know. I mean, it's the Texans, man. It's I the know. Texans. Maybe the Texans. Can we no, fucking no, buy No, I'm going to stop that? myself right there. Can we buy into uh, I don't know if I, I, I obviously, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if it was seven, but we'll see, man. We shall see. I'm, I'm leaning towards under in this one, though. Yeah, I think I might lean there, if anywhere, as well. Uh, quick scan of my notes. I do. Did I have it anywhere? Uh, no, I didn't have uh, any play on the under as of yet, or any total as of yet, so maybe not too sure, but... Yeah, that one's going to be kind of a tricky one. You'll yeah. have to wait and hear from us on Friday where exactly we're going to be dishing that into. But let's keep it moving, my friends, into the, I don't know what number this is now, but uh, the Texans versus Cleveland Browns. Dog pound, baby. Hey, Browns, Browns, Browns fans. Hey, Browns fans, Browns fans. Hey, 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 relax. It's okay. It's all right. You're fine. If you listen to me, I don't think they're panicking. I don't think they're panicking. Panicking bad, but... I've heard some guys out there just a little bit, a little bit too more worried than they need sour. to be. And hey, if you listen to me about four and a half weeks ago, I said, boys, they're going to meet the Kansas City Chiefs in week one. They're not going to get that win. They're not going to get their playoff lick back yet. Yet was the key word in my sentence. They're going to make it back to the playoffs. And heard ESPN Greeny say some funny ass shit this morning on Get Up. And I think he's just been saving it. And you said it, partner. I don't think he meant. I think it was a total slip. I, I don't think, think it was he a total meant, slip. I don't think he but meant to. Nobody has been able to <laughs> say this because the Browns haven't been good. He's, he's like, I think Stefanski can take the Browns to the Super Bowl. And it was just like. We both chuckled and we're like, that shouldn't have been as it's funny as that was. Joke, but what but... the fuck are we, five years old? <laughs> but like, I mean, it's it's crazy to, to think that they just have not been in this position. Right. Now, they are opened as 11-point favorites up to 12.5-point favorites now uh, against the Texans. And I had those stats yesterday. Let me drop them real quick. Mm. Since 2003, double-digit favorites, 274, 314, and 13. Largest spread of Baker Mayfield's career, and with uh, three other double digits before this, he's 1-2 and two ATS, 3-0 and oh straight up here. Yeah, so that already was concerning me. Um, there was also a trend, and I should have I gone back and watched it. Or, um, we're, we're fans of the Hammer Don podcast yeah. as well. We love those guys. I connect with Gump every once in a while. Um, but uh, they had a ah, – doggone it. And I don't want to say it wrong, but they had a stat that was a team – that went 0-1 ATS in week one, and I'll dive into it. I'll find this yeah, stat. Yeah. But that made the playoffs last year, coming into week two, were like 12-3 and ATS after after something like that. So it was a really good trend, but also then you got that trend that you found too. So I might be staying away from this one. Yeah. I think that the Nah, I think that the public will run to the Browns, and I'm not saying that the Texans are all that. Right, I'm not right, saying no. that they give the Browns a run for their money, but I'm concerned about this one. I might question tossing the Brownies into a teaser, but you're just not getting it through the key numbers no. that I would be feeling right. safe with. So I think i got to stay away. I think that the stay away is the right move. What's honestly pushing me towards potentially the Texans is that I mentioned it I think yesterday Tyrod Taylor just the style of play that he plays he doesn't uh he doesn't make massive mistakes that are going to give up points off turnovers and I think the Texans might cover a lot of these double digit spreads I think they're going to have a terrible record but it would not shock me if this was a 10 point game 
It wouldn't shock me either, but I, man, I think that's what it's going to be is right yep. in the back door, something weird like that. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see what we'll happens. We'll see. Who knows? And, but I, it just feels dirty taking the yeah. Texans here. feels real dirty, my friends. But, uh, yeah, we haven't uh, came across any of these yet. It's been a lot of stay away. It's been a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know. But, right. folks, my first three-star play of the day, mm-hmm. and whoever uh, just left the uh, live stream, <laughs> they done messed up, Chuck, because <laughs> – this is the play that you need to hear about and you need to hammer in. Next game, we're going through New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers. You might be thinking, oh, Cole, we got to get the good value on the line because it's so low now before it runs through the roof. Ah, 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 ah. We ain't leaning on the Saints side of things here, my friends. And this is not uh, biased because I have a Packer fan sitting next to me and I got him to convince me of anything. This is just stone cold analysis and what I believe is a complete trap line and a half. Uh, the line opened up Carolina uh, two and a half, uh, or New Orleans being a two and a half point favorite, it is already up to three and a half. With it looking like it's going to lose that hook and go up to four, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even four and a half. Last I looked, the lines uh, were in favor of the Saints, about minus one eighteen, minus one o two uh, splits there. And generally, when you see that, it's about to go up versus whatever side is getting the high, uh, the high amount of odds, the favorite odds on that side of the spread. So. I think it's about to go up sooner rather than later. I'm going to stay tentative and wait to get that four and a half or four where right. it might be. Right. If I got to lock it in at three and a half, I'm okay there. But mm-hmm. obviously, my yeah. one and only three-star bet of this weekend is the Carolina Panthers plus three and a half or plus four and a half. I will have stone cold analysis on it, um, but some of it will definitely revolve around the Saints and Panthers historical record in Carolina and a lot of stuff yeah, that man. has gone on in the past. So I'll save all of that nonsense for Friday's show when I actually hammer this in, but the Panthers plus three and a half on that, that is uh, my one and only three-star play of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, home dogs in division games. You can't sleep on that in general, not to mention last three games in carolina for these teams 2018 the carolina panthers won that might be week 17 uh you know whatever of course game. you're gonna run through them i always trying to save it for friday <laughs> i just real quick these uh carolina panthers stayed within three these last two seasons oh you'll say it again it's all right mm. nothing else no, that's it. Uh, I was just fucking with you. So, all right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, that is that is actually huge. Yeah, yeah. they uh, they have not done well in Carolina over the course of the last few years, and at least uh, against the number, at least at least, at least against the number. But and this Carolina Panthers, I believe, is better than they've been the last two years. I do believe so too. And I think uh, Matt Rule's second full season. I think we're going to start seeing some stuff here. And I think Sam Donald is not as broken as everybody would like to say. So hey. Watch out. Just wait. Wait for Friday's show. Everything all-encompassing. And make sure you follow us on the Action Network app so when we do hammer these things in, you can see them right away. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at rmags in all caps. You can see all of the best bets when it's business as usual on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays for the entire weekend slate at Talking the Line. You don't have the Action Network app. Well, you're sorely missing out. I suggest you download it. There's a free promo for you guys over at Action Network and gals too. We appreciate you. But that being said, just go to talkingtheline.com. Hit that little plus uh, thingy-majigger up there, uh, you know, up in the browser. Opens up a new tab. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Talkingtheline.com in that bad boy. Take you right to our website. You'll see today's best bets. You'll see live lines and odds. You'll see the TTL pod, the Wise Words pod, episode number two, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, You'll see the homepage, future content. There's all types of stuff you can check out, but mainly the bets. Check out today's best bets, and you can actually bet 
right from our website. So I'll let you do a little research on your own to check that out. But that all being said, into the next game, my friends. If my mouse would like to work, all right, it's back in action. So that is, uh, are you kind of leaning the same way I'm leaning there? For the Panthers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Say, okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's going to probably be, that might be our crew play because that's my that's my three-star play of the weekend. I, I can't get that off of my mind. Yeah, same so, with me. Moving right along, the Autumn Wind is a Raider playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I've got an interesting trend here that needs to be mentioned here, And partner. I think I read into it, but lay it on me. So Pacific time zone teams that play their most recent game in the Pacific time zone. So that includes this Raiders. They played in Vegas, then travels to the East Coast with less than seven stat. days rest. 5, 12, and 1 ATS. This might be since a certain year. I guess I failed to mention that. Last but 18 seasons. I least 18, 7. So 5, 12, and 1 ATS with less than seven days rest when they travel across the country to the East Coast. So that's a big number. Or it I mean. was, I'm sorry, the last 18, there was 18 teams over the last... 15 seasons, I do okay. believe it was. Man, I apologize, regardless. that's not accurate, but that is a very extremely yeah, important man. stat. I, I was wondering if that's where you were going to go. Yeah. I had actually read that a little bit. Uh, wow, once again, hey, shout out to the guys over at the Action Network. They got good shit, always finding those weird little trends, things to do. I was actually on the autumn win, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, You know, we were on them uh, against the Ravens. Turned out to be an absolutely beautiful play for us. I think think we got to be tentative in week two yeah i don't think we can go to the five and a half i like the five and a half i almost like it too damn much and that's why it scares me um the steelers not being able to really like i, I don't buy i don't buy that win over the bills i just i really 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 don't like i buy the steelers defense for sure right but I'm gonna pump that, block. that that offense yeah pump block and that offense is too fluky for me mm-hmm. and uh, I, I i gotta see way 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 more and and with the fact what what really gets me the most with the steelers is that we not we their front office was banging the effing hammer yeah on we are going back to steelers smash mouth football and we're gonna run the ball and we got Najee harris roll tide and we're gonna do this thing the right way back to steelers football and they got up and had a lead in the fourth fucking quarter and were bombing the ball down the sideline to chase Claypool and stopping yep. the clock. What the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what am I missing? I don't know. So I don't know. I really uh, don't know. I don't, I don't think that you can – I don't – I yeah, I know you have to stay away from this game. I think that very easily, very well, the Steelers could get this done by a touchdown. And very well, very easily, much like we saw – well, it wasn't even in the back door. It was an outright win, but right. – the Raiders could sneak in the back door. Uh, you know, that Pacific to East Eastern, Coast, yeah, uh, no, yeah. that trend, I always hate to bet a team, even if they're an underdog getting the points going in that situation. So, boys and girls, I think I got to stay away. Um, I'm not man enough to back the under here because, hey, who knows? Maybe no. the Raiders could put up another 30 points, right. even though we're high on this Steelers defense. So, Stay away from me with a potential add on the Steelers to a teaser, but I'm not that confident in it yet. Uh, yeah, we'll save some time. I'm mostly on that same side. I think the biggest concern is really that Steelers offense didn't show me anything, yeah. but I don't know. I This Raiders defense against a different style of offense, I think we have to see it again, but I want to hammer in those Steelers, man. I do. Oh, I do. I know. I know. I know. All right. Well, we will save time on that one because we definitely got some more research to yep. do on that. All right, kids. 
Final stretch, six games left, episode number 125 for the entire week to look ahead, break down early value or finance. So far, just to recap real quick, we did give you one two-star play that we will 95% be hammering in on both of our bet slips. The Colts plus four. Would love to see that go up to four and a half, but I think it's going to stick at four, but I still really, really love it at four. My three-star play of the weekend, we just covered it, Carolina Panthers plus three and a half. I'm going to wait. See if that moves to four and a half. I think it's going to move to four and a half, and I will hammer the absolute mess out of it. I might even turn it into a two-unit play if it mm. goes to four and a half. Mm. little thinking ahead there. But that's so far what we've said. Hey, this is what you need to get in right now. Everything's been a little bit, here's our opinions, kind of couple those with what you guys are already kind of thinking, and stay tuned for Friday's show when we give you our entire weekend's card. Not only NFL, but also college foosball. Yes, sir. College foosball slate. Little difficult this week. Little difficult, but nothing we can't handle. Don't no. you worry. But next game on tap. This one, stay away from me. I'm not even trying to jack with this in any type of capacity. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers opened as 13.5 point favorites. They're now down to 12.5 point favorites. I don't know if the Falcons are just that damn bad or if the Eagles are good or if we're going to see the Falcons turn around or if the Buccaneers are going to be spinning the wheels on offense or if the Buccaneers are having to deal with these injuries on defense now that that's going to loom large for them. Too many question marks. I'm staying away. Leave it alone. I don't even want to touch the game total either. Yeah. See you later, aligator. I I think I'm with you on that, man. But here's you a few like things. The fucking Falcon, don't uh, you? Don't I you? feel disgusting uh, that I do. I feel disgusting. I feel ridiculous. I feel stupid. I failed to mention. I failed to mention this because there's three other teams that we've talked about that apply to this number here. Since 2014, teams that lose by double digits in Week One mm -hmm. are 2019 and 19 and one. So 60% uh, cover. 2019, 19 and one. ATS. 29, 29. Okay, so did I they say, are uh, 29, 19, and 1. Yeah, what did I say? It was like 2019. 2019, 19. yeah, I think <laughs> I, I said 2019. Going, I was confused. 20, okay. Since, okay, since 2014, lose by double digits in week 1, 29, 19, and 1. So 60% cover, 23, 26 straight up. Uh, so that applies to the Packers, Falcons, Titans, Jags, Giants, and don't Bears. Don't tell me. So 60%, there's Don't six teams. That. If that number continues, that means it's probably about four of them cover here. Don't and, uh, you know, these divisional games, uh, it is on the road. It is in Tampa. But division double-digit favorites since 2003, 103, 132, and 7. So that's really the only thing that's pushing me towards the Falcons. We also thought they'd be better, and they just weren't. But I would feel so fucking ridiculous if I bet on the Falcons and they put up a single-digit number again. So I, I don't know. I, I might have to stay away, but there's at least some trends that have me uh, pulling me in there in their fucking direction, and I hate it. Well, Soldier, I wish you the best of luck. I, arm, I don't know. Up. I don't know. I arm don't know. Up. I don't put, know. Put on the helmet. For me, I'm staying way the fuck away. I <sighs> I could not live with myself. If I don't think so. I don't a, think so. A back-to-back -back performance like that from the Falcons. Uh, now, that's that's mainly where I'm thinking. The 13 and a half to 12 and a half opens. The key number, all yeah, of it right. worries Take the gun me. out of my hand. Take the gun out of my hand. I, I will. I will Please. because I, I cannot I cannot allow you to go that deep into the trenches. <laughs> They're going to fucking without, win now. Without somebody on your back. But if that happens, then all right. We clip this. We say we're a bunch of dumbasses, and we go drive on, and we hammer in that yeah. ATS the next time yeah. around. So, You're right. You're right. You're right. Skip it You're for right. now. <sighs>
Skip it for now. All right. Maybe maybe you hear it Friday. All right. One that we actually went back and forth on a lot. We got a little testy on this yeah. one yesterday. Because, so testy. Because it's like, hey, fuck, is this a public bet? Is this uh, is this an expert bet? What are, what are we doing? And we kind of had differing opinions. Now we're kind of on the same page. So matchup Minnesota, Arizona, uh, Cardinals coming off of oh. – uh, yeah, you thought. I thought it was a different one. <laughs> Minnesota versus Arizona. Um Cardinals obviously obliterated the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. I got some thoughts on the Titans as well. Right. Um, you know, first thing you'd think, oh, three and a half, four and a half, shit. We got to get it to three and a half. Uh, hammer in, hammer in, hammer in the Falcons or uh, the Cardinals. Right. I don't think so, boys. It's too easy. I don't think so. I got to look back to uh, Kingsbury as a home favorite. Yeah. Um, I That's know I know his dog away and as a dog splits are very, very good. I'm not so certain that those splits aren't very good at home. Yeah. Because it sticks out that Bills game in my mind. They didn't cover that. I know that. That's just the, the huge thing that sticks out. And I could go back and look. But the Vikings, man, they are that team. They are that team that sticks in the games. They go back and forth. They keep it right at a field goal. And, I, shit, I said it on yesterday's show. We sat right next to each other and watched it on that freaking TV you guys can't see right now. Oh, surprise, surprise. The Vikings having a week one overtime game ending 27-24. I think that is the story of the Minnesota Vikings, and I think they do enough defensively against the Cardinals. And I also think that the Cardinals' defense is – Still a little bit flawed. I think we're overreacting think just so. a little bit yeah, I think so. to the front seven. Chandler Jones getting five sacks in a game is great, but still a lot of lot of holes. And I posted a video on the TTL page this morning. Buda Baker was running over Taylor Lewan. Like, there was something wrong with that team. There was something going on with that offense that they were just not firing on all right. cylinders. King Henry had 10 freaking carries yeah. for nine yards at 90% of the game. So if I'm leaning somewhere, and I'm not hammering anything in yet, but I'm leaning Minnesota on the road. Zimmer as a road dog is pretty damn good. I got to look a little bit deeper into that as well. But on the same token as all of that, I think the over 51 might be the most valuable bet. But then again, you could see a 27-24 game, and it finishes right at 51. Um, actually, as I say that, the books have the game totals absolutely perfect this week. Yeah. I mean, they are absolutely perfect this week. And I, I, I would lean to the over 51. I think that's where I'm going to be playing in this game. I really like the Vikings plus the points just because I think everybody's going to run to the Cardinals and – got to remember, the Cardinals won games last year, but much like the Chiefs, they failed to cover critical numbers like this time and time right. again. And I think that's going to be the same thing because it's the same offense, the same defense, and the same damn coach. So that's what my thoughts are. What do you think? Mr. Cliff Kingsbury, last two years as a home favorite, 2-5. and 2-4 and four was last year, 0-1 oh the year before. They I weren't very it. good. I knew it. Minnesota under Mr. Zimmer since 2014. Only 20-16 and 16 as an away dog, so nothing crazy, but uh, that is a positive number nonetheless. And uh, I, I was already, I, yeah, I was wow. the first one on the side of the Vikings here. Yeah, you were. I was, uh, it's I just because right if uh, if the Cardinals are that good and the Vikings are as mediocre as they looked last Sunday, then this should at least be a touchdown spread. One hundred and fifty percent. I don't I don't disagree with you yeah. now, and I kind of was before, and I was like, Nah, they come out and yeah. lay the fucking pie. And they could, they could, they could look amazing, but uh, yeah, I don't know uh, that number. Yeah. I like that number. 
I just don't think it's going to be the case, and I'm not too concerned with uh, back-to-back weeks for the Minnesota Vikings, and I've been pounding the fucking drum on plus four and a half, and what is this one at? Plus four and a half. So it's at three and a half, but I think it's going to tick back up with the action I'm seeing, much like I told you, hey, wait on the Carolina. Now, this one is not a three-star play. Hold still, but... Wait for it to get back up yep. to four and a half, and I think that might be the spot. Yep. So, moving right along, my friends, we have the Tennessee Titans and Seattle Sea Squawks. And, uh, uh, okay, hold on. Before I go anywhere, Seahawks open six point favorites, and they are now down to five and a half point favorites. That all being said, I think I'm leaning to the side of the Tennessee Titans. Um, I think that this line is a severe overreaction. I think that the Tennessee Titans are going to have plenty of success against the Seahawks offensively. I think that defense is going to struggle for sure, but I think this game is going to be what we have come to know and love as a classic Titans shootout game and also a Seahawks shootout game at the same time. So I think that's the game script here, man. Five and a half is way too much for me to buy into this with what we saw, how the uh, the Seahawks closed last season, how they started last season into the end of the season. I, I'm not buying that they are 100% in on letting Russ cook again. Yep. I, I'm just not buying it. The, the way they finished last season, there's no way, and especially Russ laid out teams he was willing to go to and willing to leave Seattle for. You can't tell me that that's all just, eh, under nah. the rug, let's go win us a Super Bowl. <laughs> it might be. They looked fine last it week. It might be, but I, I just, I think that this is, and, and it may be too much reading <sighs> into the storylines and stuff there, but uh, everything... Everything all-encompassing. I got to take the Titans plus the five and a half. I think this is going to be another one of my two-star plays this weekend. Um, I, I'll let you guys know for sure on Friday, but I, I'm, I'm definitely a one-star right now, and I might get myself over to a two-star and hammer this in at plus five and a half. I don't know. I'm stuck on a stay away or because I'm I'm leading towards Seahawks, and it's not even so much of an overreaction on last week because I think the Titans will bounce back, especially offensively. I would just be leaning towards the Seahawks by at least a touchdown for the matchup reasons i think they should and now keyword should and so i i'm not going to be hammering in the titans i don't think because i can see the seahawks absolutely laying the hammer down and it's in seattle for the first time with fans so i think that's why this line is exactly that okay i think that's why this line is exactly that i'll let you scoop it up man i'll let you scoop it up because uh i i think the seahawks should hammer them down but uh maybe this titans offense what if we learn time and time again though anytime that i gotta say it should i no, that's why I'm staying away. Yeah, that's why I'm staying right. away. And then again, I, I, again, it's still kind of a lean for me for the Titans at the five and a half. But moving right along, next, I want, I want the Seahawks bad, but it's, and it's I want too good the, to be true. And I kind of want the Titans bad, so we might have to have a TTL showdown on a little half unit showdown. Fuck it, why not? Maybe. All right, maybe. That being said, this one is a two star play. This one is a hammer the shit out of this now before it moves up and you catch another hook. Yep. Dallas Cowboys versus the L.A. Chargers. Sorry, Cowboys fans. We're going Chargers. Minus two and a half. We've already hammered it in. Minus two and a half. Um, This is 150% overreaction uh, to what we saw from the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. My mind... This is going to be classic Dallas Cowboys football, man. They, 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 the Dallas Cowboys look exactly the same. They're going to be in these shootout games. And... They are the underdogs in this contest because every Dallas Cowboy 
their Dallas Cowboy dogs and their Dallas Cowboy uncles are going to run to the books and say, book me for every penny that I have. You're putting my Cowboys as an underdog against Justin Herbert and the fucking Chargers? Come on. No, it's a very fair line. And this game will probably end in a field goal. And it will 99.99999% go in the favor of the Chargers. And it might even end in two field goals and still in favor of the Chargers. I think, no, I believe that the Chargers defense is back. Yeah. They are rocking and rolling. The Cowboys defense is not back at all. I don't care what you want to say. They are not back at all. They made a few key plays, but trust me, they will get exposed sooner rather than later. And there is not enough offensive firepower either side here to really tell me, oh my gosh, that I I, I just have to, I have to take the Cowboys. They are just yeah. going to put up a million points. <laughs> Hit the books, thought the Cowboys were going to win, they would be favored. They would be favored. By at least three points. They would be favored. By at least three points. No question. And I know you got a little bit more to add on top of that. But, yeah, that's my two-star bet of the weekend. I love it at two and a half. I like it at three. It goes over three and a half. Yeah. It goes to three and a half. I'm not touching it. No, same with me. the early value in now. Yeah, same with me. I I think they can still cover that three and a half, but the value goes out the window at that point. I think, uh, because I think we are going to, I would actually scoop this up sooner because I think this is going to be the steam line of the weekend. We're going to start seeing this go to three and a half, four, because the books are going to be begging people to take money on the Cowboys, man. Hey, that and, plus no, money. and no shade, no shade, no shade at all. Because I think Dak is going to be fantastic we this got, year. We got a good, a, a good, a good friend of mine. Uh, well, in a past life, was a good friend of mine. We're not as close as we used to be, but watches the show, tunes in every time, every once in a while, and he's a huge cowboy fan. And the first thing this line opens up, I saw him tweet, and I won't divulge any names. I won't put you on blast, <laughs> but I saw him tweet, the fact that the Cowboys are at plus three and a half is an absolute joke. And I was just like, that's. That's going to be the public perception on this. And anytime that the Cowboys have a plus money advantage, I think that the public and everybody's going to run to them. And this thing is going to steam, steam, yeah. steam, 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 steam. Last point. Uh, unless you're really tapped into paying attention to the Chargers, I think the general public hasn't bought into the Chargers yet either. No, and I have. And, and we have. We both have. I've been have. I've been singing the tunes since uh, they made the coaching change hey, last I, year. Hey, I talked about it the Anthony Lynn and we both show. Were. The we Anthony were. Lynn. Yeah, we no, both. No, no, oh, no, sorry. no, I'm not saying I was talking about it more than you. The Anthony Lynn anchovies are out of yeah. the pizza, the <laughs> yeah. terrible ingredient that is these Los Angeles Chargers pizza. If you don't remember that, go back and watch the damn Chargers season preview because we talked about this so in depth mm-hmm. and our biases they would have lost that they would have lost that game if it wasn't for a coaching change last for year. real they would have they would have and all of our biases all of our opinions got confirmed on the chargers so we had to hammer them in while the line was good minus two if it goes over minus three you said it partner the value's kind of out of the window and you got to kind of be a little bit more tentative on that one now that all being said Last final couple games here, my friends. Before we wrap everything up here today, we have the Sunday night and Monday night football games. Won't waste a whole lot of time on Monday night. Obviously, we'll have uh, the Monday special for that, and that's my boys Pack versus the Lions, NFC North battle. Hopefully, you know, he's probably already creaming his jeans with the opportunity to get back in the win column with the opponent that is on tap. But Kind of scares me just a little bit if I am saying so myself. The theme of today is too good to be true. And that's just, that is me unbiased. No Bears fan, no nothing in general. That is just like, 
holy cow, what the hell is going on? I also think that that line is going to steam. Steam, 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 steam. Maybe even all the way up to 13. It's already up to 11. It's lost the hook. So, something to think about there, but we'll definitely have way more on that uh, come Monday. But as far as the Sunday night game, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens. Chiefs opened up uh, minus two and a half favorites. They have already gone up to three and a half favorites. Mm -hmm. So, kind of like I was saying on the Chargers there, I think all the value is gone out of this bet. Now, I think that the Chiefs still get it done three and a half, but I'm not sold on the Chiefs yet, man. They're doing what they did last year. They're winning games, but they can't cover worth a shit. And... I still think that's the public perception. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll cover any line. They'll win any game. It's Andy Reid. It's Patrick Mahomes. I think it's about time we start tempering that public expectation. I think they have plenty of success success here against the Baltimore Ravens. And you right. can look at it. Ravens played in Vegas. Ravens got to travel across country now. They're going into Arrow. Or no, they're not going it's into in Baltimore. Arrow. It is in Baltimore. So they get to go back home. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm very nervous at the three and a half. I would think that this one would be about five and a half yeah. after the uh, old Ravens let it slip away to the freaking Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, fact that it's already gone up a point tells me that uh, public has really bought into this really, really fast, really, really early and really aggressively. And I'm not saying I'm buying in on the Ravens quite yet, but if I'm leaning anywhere, man, I, 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 I don't have success, or I don't have success. I don't have faith in the Kansas City Chiefs that they are going to be cover machines this year. I think they're okay. going to do exactly what they did. They'll get into the playoffs. They'll have a beautiful regular season record. But for betters, they ain't going to do a damn thing. Okay. So I'm going to stay away for the time being. Maybe a sprinkle on the Ravens, but I'm going to stay away altogether for the time being. Okay. I, I, I I'm, feel you're leaning Chiefs. I am leaning Chiefs. It's it's mostly still at the point of uh, point of this. It's still a stay away. I just think with all of the rest disadvantage, the Chiefs' success against the Ravens. I mean, I said it yesterday. If Derek Carr had any type of accuracy in the first accuracy, accuracy in the accuracy. first <laughs> accuracy, security, security. <laughs> if Derek Carr had any type of accuracy in the first half of that game, Raiders would have put up 50 fucking points. And uh, Mahomes ain't going to be putting uh, uh, t 10 balls in the first half on Travis, Travis Kelsey's in the back of his head. So yeah. I I might be leaning towards the Chiefs 10-point win in this one, at least personally. But, I uh, think that's just a public perception. I, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm worried about is that just uh, – and that's kind of where I first leaned to. And I was like, am I thinking like too much like John Q. Sample here? Like <laughs> fucking minus 2.5, minus 3.5. Like it's the Chiefs, man. I don't care what they did. Like they ended up taking care of business against the Browns. They didn't cover the spread. I think the Browns uh, are better than the Ravens. That's though. what I'm uh, – that too. And the Ravens know. dealing with injuries. <sighs> Kind of a stay away so far, and it's the Sunday night game. So cool your Jets. We'll probably have something about it yeah. on Friday's show. And uh, we'll pretty much skip over the uh, Detroit-Green Bay game since it'll have its own day, just like we did for the football team and Giants. But uh, as aforementioned, Green Bay opened up 11-point favorites down to about 2.5-point favorites. You look like you have a stat that you're about ready to come out of your shorts on. What do you got? Only thing I got, Packers 6-0 ATS after a loss in the Matt LaFleur era. 3-0 last year, 3-0 in 2019. Hey. 
don't worry, Packers fans, you'll be all right. Everything's gonna be okay. You'll you'll make yeah. it back to the Super Bowl. But like, yeah, like we said, we won't give too years. much away. I like the Packers coming off of a loss, but I mentioned it the other day. This Lions team might be a double-digit back backdoor cover team all season long. At the last minute, they sneak in those back That's doors. What I'm thinking, man. That's what I'm thinking, especially against NFC North opponents that are going to be. This is the worst team in our division. We are going to steamroll their ass, and they let off the gas in the. We we saw it with the 49ers. They let off the gas and they yeah. came in the back door. Morty City Dan Campbell's biting fucking kneecaps, boys and girls. He does not care <laughs> what he has to do. 41 to point get. kneecap. He has promised that they will be cover machines this year. So, <laughs> hey, okay. I'm telling you, I don't know. I'm not buying in too early yet, but I I, I, I do believe what you said there, partner. It might, might be a little more accurate than we would all like to believe. I think it's a toss-up on the spread. Yeah, Lions might be a backdoor machine this year, but... We'll talk about that all on next Monday's show, September the 20th. Uh, I'm not really sure what episode that'll be. 26, 27, 28 it will be. Yes, sir, it officially. will be. All right. Well, my friends, that's all of week two. That's everything we got for the entire recap, look ahead, breakdown, yada, 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 this, that, and the other. So let's get that bad boy off the screen. No more week two discussions. All right, a uh, couple of quick updates. We'll talk about just a few key things. But before we do, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 125 of the TTL pod on this beautiful September 15th. Don't have to check your calendar. 2021. My man, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but we've been out of the baseball. Egg. You know, we've been shit, mostly out of the shit. baseball. I shouldn't say we've been completely out of the baseball world. We've been sprinkling in beds here and there. But as far as how locked in we were, uh, you know, come July, there is some division, actually wild card races in both leagues that uh, are about as heated as heated as can be. We've got like two weeks left in the season. The St. Louis Cardinals I don't think anyone even realizes it unless you've checked the standings. The Car St. Louis Cardinals would be in the wild card game if the season ended today. The Reds are a half game behind them, and the Padres are a full game behind the Cardinals. The Phillies and Mets only three and four out. It's uh, The Mets have been dead birds for the last month and a half. And Speaking of dead birds, they have fucking J.A. Happ and John Lester on the Cardinals, Cardinals rotation. Exactly. And what are they doing? I don't know. How is this happening? The Reds have completely lost control of yep. everything. The they Padres. have completely started shit in the bed. The Mets made all these moves, and they're shit in the bed left, right, and center. The Phils can't win a game to save their lives. What is going on? But not to mention, in the AL, you've got three AL East teams yeah, tied for the two wildcard spaces. Blue Jays, Yanks, Red Sox. I think the Red Sox may have like played two less games, but it's a loss and a win less or maybe more. Either way, it's a three-way tie for two the two wildcard spots there with the Mariners and the A's only three and three and a half games out of these wildcard spaces. So, I don't know, man. Things uh, we might have to keep an eye on these because uh, things are freaking heated, my man. Yeah, they're heated, and uh, Blue Jays are trying to give it away. Uh, they should have taken care of business against Rasmussen and the Rays yep. yesterday, but they did not. Lost two to nothing mm -hmm. at multiple mm -hmm. times. Left runners on base. I don't understand what we're doing, and now the A's are three and a half behind after they had a seven to two lead and lost the game ten to seven. Was that yesterday? Night. That oh, was geez. yesterday. So. It's it's shit show in the MLB partner, and I appreciate you bringing that to our attention. I appreciate your sidebar as yeah. always, because hey, yeah, we, I mean, we haven't been as yeah. locked in. But. <laughs> no, 
The division races ain't really that crazy. I mean, the uh, NL East, I guess, is a little up in the air. The NL West is, which is actually kind of major. I mean, the Giants and Dodgers are, I think they might even both be locked in, or the Dodgers are very on the cusp of being locked in. But if either of those teams get in the wild card game, there's anything crazy can happen uh, playing one of these other teams. I mean, I guess there's not so many aces on these staffs, I guess, except for maybe the Padres, I guess. So anything can happen in a one-game baseball playoff, my man. And if the Dodgers or Giants, uh, whoever's in that game, they're on upset watch, my friends. September baseball is upon us. Yes, sir. Thank you for your sidebar, mm -hmm. partner. All right, my friends, as always, we're about towards the end of today's show. You know we got motivation minutes from yours truly coming at you shortly, but... Before we do that, the usual banter, a couple of quick updates here for all of you kind folks that are joining us here live or might be watching the recording or listening to the audio version. I've cut this promo about 37,000 times on today's show, but Wise Words episode number two drops very shortly in under an hour. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, if you did not know, we have another show outside of our live daily show. It's a pre-recorded show, an interview-based show that connects you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all of the sports gambling industry. Guest number one, Joe D'Amico, host of Las Vegas, absolute nuclear power plant, episode number two. Still not going to tell you who it is, but... He's been featured on ESPN. He's been featured on the Action Network. He's been featured on VSIN, NBC Sports. And now he's done so much, he's just branched off and ventured off and done his own thing with some of the other sharpest names in the sports betting industry. So we're hoping that starts to open up a door uh, to some of those guys that we've been trying to reach out to. And man, oh man, let me tell you, wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge from every single angle. Uh, we dove deep into the NFL. We dove deep into a few college things. Kind of the broader landscape of betting in general. Yeah. He's been around some of the biggest names for the last five, six, seven years um, within some of the major platforms that I just mentioned. So he's had his ear to the street. He knows a lot more than the average guy. Now, he does have some candidates like, ah, I don't know as much as you think I might know. Right. But he also just gives some excellent information of kind of where betting is now, where it was, and kind of where it's going forward. Um, we get into kind of his background a little bit, what he utilizes. I mean... There's all types of different stuff we go into here. It's another just jam-packed episode, and it's nothing but wise words. Again, right about 45 minutes. Uh, we give you all of his uh, social media platforms, all of his picks, analysis, everything you can find there too. So be sure to tune in at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, under an hour, just about 47 short minutes, my friends, mm -hmm. and it will be live if you haven't already hit that notification bell so you never miss the start of this live show happening or the Wise Words podcast dropping. Or maybe we just have another other little uh, content cooked up here right around the corner in a few short weeks that you're going to want to be privy to as well. So make sure, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, hit the notification bell. Make sure you're always up to date. So that's all. Wise Words podcast episode number two featuring, I thought I was going to tell you, Dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on the TTL Sports Media YouTube channel. You can just go right over to the playlist, Wise Words Podcast, and it'll populate right at 12 p.m. All that being said, now that uh, we officially got through a Tuesday and a Wednesday, uh, got to let you guys know officially what it'll be. So Monday, Thursday, Friday, business as usual, cash and tickets mm -hmm. running to the pay window, everything in between. 
Monday we'll have obviously the Monday night football special. We'll go picks, props, all that stuff. Thursday, same drill as Monday, but for Thursday night football, I don't know about you, but I'm hoping that they have a Manning cast now on Thursday night football as well and Sunday night football Mm -hmm. and Monday night football. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to listen to another broadcast again. That being said, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Tuesday, we will recap the week prior, give you our overall outlooks, uh, kind of maybe talk about some of our bets that hit and mm, I don't like to say that word, but didn't hit. Uh, from time to time, we'll talk about some things we can draw from it. Uh, maybe some guys, holy shit, we kind of stay out of the fantasy space, but oh my gosh, this guy had a 50-point game. We got to tell you, is this an overreaction? or is? So we'll just kind of go all the way through, and we'll stick in that week. So we'll stick week two next Tuesday. Then next Wednesday, we'll look ahead into week three. It'll always be every Wednesday. We'll do the upcoming week. We'll do just what we did today, game by game. We'll talk about the opening lines, where they're at now, uh, spreads and game totals, kind of give you our thoughts, where we're leaning. And then also, if we got any plays that we're already hammered Mm -hmm. in, and I'll be sure to continue on kind of my rating system with my one, two, and three-star plays. That way we can kind of be ahead of the curve before anybody else and we can all uh, get these lines at the best possible price yes, so we can cash some damn tickets right. on them. So that all being said, you know what the live show will look like. Obviously, um, we are right around the corner. If you follow John Rothstein, um, you're always up to date on this. I also have it on the talkingtheline.com. But uh, very short two months or so here, and we got college basketball yeah, back on tap. Oh, yeah. Um, about a month until the NBA, you yeah, know, me and my NBA. NBA again. Yeah, we we both were very, very successful in our yeah. first season handicapping NBA and college basketball. So, yeah, we're not uh, we're not afraid to admit it. We're still young in the industry, but we are professionals about this. We do have uh, some solid connections we're starting to build, and we're learning more and more. It's about who you know and not what you know in this industry, just like every other industry. So, hey, if I give you any piece of advice, there's my <laughs> word of advice for you here today. And that's uh, kind of where our direction's going, where our path has taken us. So, TTL Sports Media on the rocket ship to the fucking moon, boys and girls. But that all being said, nothing else I got for you, uh, daily show or additional content. As of yet, we got some stuff coming around the corner. But make sure, I already told you, haven't already. Go to this episode's description. Check out the Talk in the Line link tree. You'll see our website. You'll see our social platforms and all of our additional content all in one central location. The best location, too, is the TalkingTheLine.com website. We always put everything on there. If at the very least you just hit that homepage and you scroll through, you'll instantaneously get updated with what we're on, what we're happening, what's going down, and you'll get right on the same page as us. So at the very least, just, uh, hey, TalkingTheLine.com in your additional tab. Don't get out of this one. Don't leave the live show. What are you doing? Just put it on up there and then hit that bookmark, too. So, hey, you're all good. But, hey, I don't, I don't beg of you to do so. Whatever you wish. Whatever you wish your free will that all being said uh you'll see our best bets on there told you about the action network app all of that yada 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 if you hadn't we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating all that good stuff we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps make ttl sports media bigger for each and every one of you all right that all being said i want to make sure got everything out that is almost all of ttl episode number 125 but You know the drill. You know the deal. I don't just let you guys leave this show after having some laughs, catching some good vibes, hanging out with me and my partner, having some good times. I don't just leave you with that and let you go running back into this world filled Mm -hmm. with toxicity. Now, we gave you a little bit. We we pulled you out of the toxicity for just a little while. 
but we got to armor you up now. Right. We got to toss a little bit of something else extra on you so you can look across the battlefield, as I always say. See those flaming arrows coming right across at you and say, you had thought today and start ripping them out of the sky one at a time and breaking them over your knees. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into my motivation minutes of the day. Another short and sweet one for you guys here today. I won't uh, make you go down too many rabbit holes on this beautiful hump day, if you will. But this one I think is really, really important. And I've I've wrote about this one before uh, in my Inspiration Corner when we just had the TTL newsletter. But I thought it bared, uh, bared, bared, whatever, the, if I'm saying that right, bringing back to the surface. And the message today... The entire, so you kind of have a thought to where have your mindset is just breathe and relax. And I suppose the one thing that I wanted to start off by saying is I give you permission to chill out. I give you permission to slow down. This life can speed us up so fast so many times and we can have our job and our personal relationship uh, or, or maybe our romantic relationship and then our personal relationships and then our our personal lives ourselves and everything pulling so much at the same time that we get so sped up and oh my gosh and then all of a sudden you find and start to see that oh my gosh all I'm doing is just for everybody else and I never have time for me anymore and before you know it you're just all over the place and you're filled with anxiety and fear and wondering what's going to happen and oh my god let's slow down let's come right to this moment for a second. And I've shared this acronym with you in a past, but if you don't remember anything, you can't grasp some of the messages that I put down, whatever the case might be, remember this. When you're sped up, when you're speeding through life, when your brain, not you, your brain is going 100 miles a minute and you can't figure out how to grab a hold of it to come back to the center to do what you need to do, Remember this acronym, OMAT, O-M-A-A-T, OMAT, one moment at a time. You're in traffic, you're spinning, you're going wild, you don't know what's happening, somebody just cuts you off, that adds more to it, oh my god, OMAT, OMAT. And maybe, just maybe, OMAT becomes your new, your new saying your new um, acronym, if you will, motto. Uh, motto, if you will. Yeah, like how I've told you guys in the past, mine is you are kind, you are smart, you are important. And I'm totally missing on the word right now. I wish I knew the exact word. Mantra. Mantra, my guy. Hey, hey, you're coming through in the clutch. So maybe it becomes your mantra, maybe something you can think about there. But also, I wanted to kind of look at this from another side of the coin and send you guys away with this thought. In order to relax and breathe and just step back for a moment and live one moment at a time, you have to want to. It doesn't magically happen. You don't just mysteriously get granted peace out of nowhere. You have to work at it. You have to want to come to your center. You have to want to control your brain. You have to have the mindset that your brain is a muscle and you are you. 
not those thoughts that are going around on here all, all day. And I know that's far out to a lot of people, and that's crazy that I would even say something like that, but it's the stone-cold truth. And the moment that you make the decision that you are just going to choose peace, and you are going to seek the calm in the everyday storm, then that continues to come your way. But you have to want to. You can't just say, ah, I'm just going to breathe, I'm just going to relax, and then go right back into it. You have to want to get better. You have to want to slow down, or all of this is pointless. And the final thing I wanted to leave you with is kind of a quote to sum all of that up, and it's from the legendary Ralph Waldo Emerson. And the quote is, Nothing can bring you peace but yourself. And I'll say that again, give you a little extra time to think on that. Nothing can bring you peace but yourself. You have to want peace. You have to want to slow down. If you are done with the anxiety, the worry, the fear, you have to be ready to alleviate it yourself. Because that's how it happens. You choose to make adversity your friend. You choose to look obstacles straight in the face and turn them into opportunities in your path. You make that your mindset that nothing is going to break you down regardless of what it is. And you'll step back when things get to be too much and assess things one moment at a time. So today, my friends, a little bit less in-depth, a little bit less crazy. Maybe just kind of an opportunity if you've been sped up for me to tell you to slow down, take a break, just breathe, relax. And I've said it before, give yourself some grace. Stop being so hard on yourself. You got enough pressures from every other possible thing, person, being, whatever you want to come up with is giving you pressures. Stop putting them on yourself. Choose to make your life a little bit easier by doing it yourself. You have the ability, my friends. Just breathe and just relax. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good stuff, my man. I will save some time because we're getting close to an hour and a half, but very good stuff as always, my friend. Show enough. I appreciate it, good sir. Everybody out there, just calm down a little bit. Everybody just relax a little bit. Take a deep breath. And if you remember nothing... OMAT, O-M-A-A-T, one moment at a time. That's how we're all living our lives on this side of the table, so we hope that you decide to as well. That officially does it for my Motivation Minutes of the Day, and you are right, partner. We are bleeding into the hour and a half, and we like to keep these closer to an hour now, but that's all right. We had some important stuff to get through and some solid Motivation Minutes to dish out. That all being said... 24 official minutes till episode number two of the Wise Words podcast is live on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. So it's time to get you guys out of here. Get yourself a little bathroom break. Re-up on that water so you can lock back in. Watch it live in prime time at the premiere. So without further ado, partner, anything I missed? Anything I didn't see? No, sir. All right. So here we go, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, from myself and Mags, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 125 of the Talking the Line podcast. 
as always, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it, and it means the world to us from the bottom of our hearts, your support, your following, and just tuning into the daily show every single day. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it, and we are only going to keep making the content bigger and better for each and every one of you. This is but the tip of the iceberg, as we always say. So get ready to continue to go to the moons, my friend. Moons. The moon, my friends. We, we say have, moons? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, other, we have plenty of other, other moons on yeah. other orbits. Yeah, exactly. We're going into new galaxies. Fuck our moon. Fuck our moon. We're going into <laughs> other galaxies. So there you go, my friends. Thanks for the assist, partner. And before we officially let you guys go back about your Wednesdays, thank you, thank you, thank you so much again. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Make sure you get today's best bets hammered in. If you see him, might have some later on this afternoon. And he's got one. I haven't put in anything yet, but I'll let you know. That way you can stay right alongside with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. My mouth. <laughs> Peace and love. Bear down.